Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey guys this is paris hilton trapped in treatment is back and this season we're taking on wasp the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. You just got me all riled up. Everybody, welcome to another episode of 902-1-O-M-G. But we were just having a little pre-podcast discussion, as we do sometimes. Is that like a pre-game? And, uh, yeah, pre-game. We were pre-gaming. And um, Tori was remarking about how my hands look. No. Jennifer mm-hmm. just said my name, and she knows that sends me over the edge. Tori, Tori just said. <laughs> That's Jennifer Eve. <laughs> look at, I'm showing I everyone was... my hands right now. Okay, they're listen. old AF. Okay, listen, you guys. So last week we were talking about these these two. We're like the Brady Bunch. Do you, I'll look up and then look down. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were talking about them being uh, creamers. Stop oh, saying creamers. <laughs> It's not, um, that's just gross. Like, tires and we like to put lotion on, on our skin. <laughs> yeah, they use lotion and me and I like the lotion. So, so anyway, we were talking before and I wasn't looking at your hands. I was looking at my old damn old ass hands. And I was saying, your hands Ooh. look like a baby's bottom compared to mine. Oh, say it again. Amy, hold up your hands. 
Look at hers. Oh, wow. Do you have a filter on or something? <laughs> What's happening? Why do my hands look like that? You guys, I actually think your fingers are nice and long. Wait, wait, wait. This is throwing me over the edge. Okay, Crypt Keeper, put your hands down. Amy Sugarman, listen, why are your hands like that? No, no. Those are fake hands. That's You're holding fake. up fake hands oh, no. right now. Fake hands. <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, we now should probably but stop we talking about hands. If there's something you, you know, people put creams on and do stuff to their face. There's stuff you could do for your hands. You can do all the things for your face, you guys. Like whenever you're putting your lotions and potions on, you put it on your face. I don't know why anyone would listen to me because my hands look the oldest out of all of us. But when you put your things on you, and then you have a little extra on your hands, you put it on the tops of your hands. Don't you know? How's your feet? We talked about that. The oh, my feet, feet are good. Her that, feet are like, great. That Wikipedia thing for feet. Wiki feet. Yeah. I don't I don't wash dishes with my feet, so they're good. <laughs> but you I need to start wearing rubber dishes, gloves. Right? No, I need to. I've always I know. You do? Yeah. Do, no, I don't. Do you wash dishes? <laughs> I like how she couldn't even get the question out without laughing. <laughs> um I mean, Are you are you the dishwasher in your no. house? Uh, when I have to. Here's the thing, I never learned to use a dishwasher. So I wash them by oh, hand. Okay, right, never that, say that again. That never say that me. out loud. The tracks I for never, me. What do you How mean? About, I, I, I feel like to, when you were a kid. Right, was, I wasn't taught how to use a dishwasher or. Um, clothes wash. Clothes wash. Yeah, what's that thing? Washing machine. That one. Can I ask a question? Yeah. When, when, it was, thing? when we were <laughs> together, Jenny had to do all my laundry. When it was family dinner at the Spelling Manor or, or the house before, either one. Yes. Did you have to take your plate even to the kitchen? No. Oh, my God. So somebody came out and took all the plates and like, no, you didn't even have to like take it in. No. Wow. Make your bed? No. Oh, my God. I can't. Let's converse. We're losing people right now. Let's, we're not. They're, they're intrigued right now. In. Yeah, in all fairness, you guys, I wasn't taught those things. So. Do I expect them of my kids now? Yes. So I'm learning mm -hmm. and teaching my kids at the same time. So I do it. It gets done. So did you ever have chores like 10 cents to vacuum? Like yes. dust? Yes. Wait, you made 10 cents to vacuum? Dog poo in the backyard. Oh, you had to clean up the With dog the pooper poo. scooper. Yeah, it was my favorite thing to do. Did anybody help you? My dad. <laughs> okay, I have a couple more. couple more. If you were going to a friend's house... Did a driver drive you? Uh, yeah. So did your mom drive? She did. Does she drive now? Yeah. Okay. So your dad didn't drive? No. Okay. Did you ever have a babysitter that was like a teenage kid or did, was there always like a live-in? No. Like sometimes they would have like a, they would call her a driver, but it was like a babysitter to drive us to like things after school. I have an idea. Why don't you guys do a podcast about this? Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay. Let's God. get into it. One day. Can we do the like, yeah, yeah I got to do, do the, that episode. Do the, I grew up so rich. It's just acknowledge it. I podcast. grew up so rich. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have Googled Aaron spelling net worth many times. 
But is that real? Because you can Google Tory Spelling Network, and I'll tell you right now, it's really not real. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. I'll I'll be quiet. Wow, thanks for that. (laughs) Another riveting episode of Season 4 of 90210. Jennifer, you take it away. Uh, Season 4, Episode 4. That's two fours in a row. Um, It's called Greek. To me, it aired September 29th, 1993. Synopsis, Donna and David continue their graveyard shift at the radio station. Brandon has to choose between Greek life and student senate. Brandon still feels like a fish out of water. Kelly reconnects with a guy from her past. Bum, bum, bum. While Andrea is shamed for wearing the star of David around the Alpha Omegas. Real Directed fast. by Bethany Rooney. Written by Chip Johansson. I'm going to go on record right now and say this is one of the better written scripts I've watched. Agree. Really fast. I did like the writing. Before mm-hmm. you dig mm-hmm. into it, I thought of this last night and the people want to know. Is it fun or awkward when you film those credits? I know you've touched on it briefly. When you're what doing do you those mean the credits? Like the turnaround thing? Yeah, yeah. It's awkward. But everybody laughs a lot. Yeah. Because it's so awkward. Every, the crew laughs. You laugh. It's yeah. And the follow-up is, do you do them all together? Or is it like, Jenny, you come at noon. Tori, you come at one. We're all there. We get ready at the same time. And then they bring you to stage and one after another. <laughs> yeah, you have to watch each other. <laughs> they get more fun. Like, as the seasons go on, definitely for me at least, you'll see me, like, feel more confident and not as awkward. Because they were awkward. But then we ended up having fun. Like, mm-hmm. those days were fun. It's funny that you you asked that though because I was when I was watching the opening credits on this show because I was like hey they just went right in they went right into the like that part they didn't have like the pre yeah episode episode um and I was like wow our opening credits were so smart because yeah. whoever was like let's do it this way let's take clips from previous seasons previous episodes that everybody's seen that everybody loves mm. and let's splice those together because as an audience i'm like oh my gosh i remember that scene oh i love that scene oh i hated that scene like i love that outfit oh that was so cute when she did that like i get so invested and it's just the opening credits yep yep like True. they're brilliant like other shows weren't doing that right uh, no no i don't think so, so yeah i mean i don't remember I don't the know. melrose place like they did credits it, but, as mm-hmm. good as this one though they were after us though hello but even that end shot like i find myself watching the credits that end shot where you're all looking at the yeah. fake hollywood sign it gets you like you like it sucks you in and you feel like oh that's my family i miss them all week i can't i'm so excited to see them again yep that's all i have to say about that totally. well thank you for that all right there were so many storylines in this episode, you guys. I couldn't even, there weren't like, I was like A, B, C, D, E, F. There were so many storylines. So many that they just started blending together. I, I, it was just like. Yeah. There was a lot. Like there was Brandon mm-hmm. and college and the Running political the thing. Senate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brenda not wanting to be there. Again. <laughs> Don and David in the radio show. Graveyard shift. Mm-hmm. The girls and the and the and the sorority thingy rushing thing that was fun. Kelly and Dylan, very small little thing there. Andrea had a huge thing this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. That was about it. No, that, that's a lot. John Sears. That was kind of in the Kelly Dylan. Yeah, I guess I I guess it, that's like in Kelly Dylan and also in the girls. Oh, like thing. in the boys, they had their own like 
Yeah, and yeah, Steve in the keg house and yeah. like wanting Brandon to do the keg yeah. house. It was so much, but I love this episode. I was like, oh my gosh, I get it. I love college. Same. And I thought to myself, because, you know, I was just by myself, <laughs> Amy must be so happy because this was like all about the sorority and the, and the frats. Like, I know you love that stuff. I I loved it. I I'm not mad at it. I'm scared to say about my own sorority experience because people yell at me on Instagram, but... Why? It, Why do they do? What do you mean? They yell at you when you talk about your own experience? Yeah, they don't enjoy it. So I'll say this. <laughs> it seems good to me. Seems accurate to me. A Looks lot of it. good to me. <laughs> you know what, Amy? We've talked about this before. You can't please everybody all the time. It's <laughs> so scary. Don't even try. I try. But it was it was pretty legit. There was a few things like you don't get your envelopes and you couldn't take them to the peach pit. But you do definitely get an envelope and you find out if you're cut or not. How do you want to tackle this beast, you guys? Do you want to like go from top to bottom? Do you want to jump around different storylines? I'm going to let you choose. Tori, you choose. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with my favorite storyline. Can we go uh, the girls? Do it. The girls rushes. The girls rushes. Yeah. Yes. That was fun. Okay. Okay. Um. Mighty Mighty Gammas. <laughs> I like from the gra- gecko. That was, yeah, that was cute. And, Got me right and in there. totally real. <laughs> I have a question. Who Who is the, what do they call them? The girl that she's moving on. She's the. She's the, the girl that's graduating. Yeah. She seemed like she was the president or the rush chair to me. Okay. Is that what it's called? Didn't know. That's okay. what she seemed like to me. She, she I just, seemed. How old are you when you're a senior? She just felt, she felt older to me. She did mm-hmm. not. 21. She did. She did not she feel seemed 20. older than that. Yeah. Uh, she felt like 30. She was nice, though. I remember her. No. Yes, I do, too. Nice, nice, nice. But just looking back now, I'm sorry if she wasn't. Brooke, Brooke Thies. She played Leslie Sumner Shulman. Brooke Thies. Brooke Thies. Wait, she was yes. on a sitcom. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Relax. Okay. Wait. Yeah, she was on a big sitcom. Oh, my God. Just the 10 of us? No, wait. Uh. Wait, sorry. She'll be okay, everybody. <laughs> Brooke Thies, Brooke Thies. <laughs> what is that a fangirl moment? Wait, wait, on. you guys, you look that up while I talk about how many floral outfits I saw in one scene. Every one of us was wearing a floral situation, even Andrea. And knew I had to like zoom in because I couldn't tell if that was just like a sweater over thingy, but it was actually a floral over thingy. What, the dress on the dress with the cream liner? Mm-hmm. Just the 10 of us. I got it right. <laughs> Just the 10 of us. Yes. <laughs> I liked that. Now, did anybody worry for Andrea? Like, for some reason, I was nervous for her. Like, I was like, is she going to open the envelope and she didn't get picked? I didn't expect what was ha- going to ha- that what ended up Why happening. Why wouldn't she get picked? I don't That's know. That's you're talking about. I couldn't remember where it was going. And so I was nervous for her. What are you talking about? That They are the Fab Four from West Beverly. <laughs> Everybody knows about that. Yeah, they're famous. They're famous. <laughs> Sorry, whenever I say they're famous, I have to say it like that. <laughs> Inside joke. Our li- list. Yeah, they're famous. That actually uh, is real too. A sorority probably would go for a group because if you didn't take one, you could lose them all. Or because they were the valedictorian, right. the head of the newspaper, the the queen promy spring queenie thing the dj gal whatever you <laughs> what did they say i was they listed things 
What were you? I don't you know. Were, I don't remember what they listened to. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I just remember them saying, hasta la vista, baby. The, the, it was so dumb. Is that is that how it is, these sororities and the frats? Is this happening? Like that whole like opening of all the frat guys sitting on the couch with the cards rating the girls had so much great energy. But I was like, is does that still happen? The couch, yes. The rating, no. They have the couch cards. is real. Like I've seen a lot of couches on front yards of fraternities, but never mm-hmm. the rating. I saw a lot of couches on front yards by where <laughs> I grew up too, but it wasn't in a frat house. <laughs> Um, um, it was right next to the washing machine that was sitting out front. Um, but I did really appreciate that they had the couch out there because it looked really comfortable. But I, I think that they still sit on that couch and rate people. I'm just going to say that because I actually still happens. They just don't hold up cards. When that dude came out and was like, knock it off. It's the 90s. You need to be mm. sensitive. I was like, welcome to the 2020s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Even then, somebody anything. had a conscience. <laughs> yeah. But I really do. that. The whole vibe of all of that stuff just made me be like, oh, I like college. This is fun. Everybody's got like new identity and new friends. And this is why I'm trying to get you guys to come with me to I see. I said yes. It, I know. Tori jumped at it. Jenny, it's you. We've got to come. I might go. You. If there's a couch on the front yard, I'm in. You know, we, we will bring a couch in <laughs> and sit you on the front yard. I'll send dates. I loved how they they took their envelopes to the peach pit and opened them all up together. That was so cute. That was adorable. Yeah, they're kind of in it together. So Mm -hmm. what do you think about the fact that Brenda doesn't really like it? Shocker. (laughs) I mean, on brand. She doesn't. uh, I just remember that shot of like their habit there. I went, we're not there yet. And I don't want to jump ahead. But at the costume party, which was so fun. Um. They pan across, everybody's having a great time, and then they just go over to old Moody Judy in the corner with her <laughs> glasses on, her 70s glasses on. She's like Daria. <laughs> I did write down Broody Moody. It's like... <laughs> Moody Judy. I have and Moody it's Judy. not Shannon. Obviously, they wrote the character yes. this way. We're supposed to be receiving it this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I is mean, fine. She doesn't have to be sorority girl. She's oh. definitely not sorority girl. What's weird is though, Brenda is sorority girl. If it was mm-hmm. the Brenda that came from that moved. Oh, you're right. Like That's in the beginning, true. she she would have been. But I guess she changed. People change. People change. She went through a rough br- breakup. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, all feely. That- he's all feely all over her this episode. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to go get coffee. Yeah, at school when they're comparing books and classes. He was just very handsy on her arms. They feel very comfortable with one another. You don't touch like that. <laughs> Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, on the on the same thinking, uh, Kelly hangs oh, out with yeah. a giant man. Whoever that, this giant man was, I was like, who is this giant man Kelly's sitting on the couch with? Total babe. But that was kind of inappropriate. Like, what, what is she doing? Why is she hanging out after the party solo with a dude? You don't do that. Yeah, that was a little Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. 
we've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. 
Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. There's so much to discuss, but first, Donna's outfit was the most amazing. You want to jump into the party, I, I don't just, you? The 70s outfits were all amazing, mm-hmm. but Donna won. Oh, duh. She looked like she was going to the roller derby. <laughs> Definitely. I, those spandex shorts. Oof. I've never yeah. seen a smaller person. You look like a Barbie I doll. Like, talk about it. Bar- <laughs> <laughs> you look like 70s Barbie. Do you remember being like abnormally small? Abnormally small? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was like, Oh my God. Smoking hot. Don't get me wrong, but like, oh, maybe too thin, even. We could go there. She was just tiny. So tiny. It is family. Her dad's very thin framed. Your brother looks so cute, by the way. I saw a picture you posted with your brother, and he looks so great. Isn't he handsome? Yes. Total cutie. Get to the Steve's stepbrother's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He uh, he's aged very. Yeah, nicely. he looks great. Really well. Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. I digress. Um, Sorry, I didn't. Okay, so Kelly's hair I loved, but I wanted like more the braids, like the braids. Yeah, it was safe. Kelly's outfit and look was kind of safe for the theme party. But I like loved her vibe and like the two little braids of the thing. I just like wish they were different and like hanging in front and longer. And mm-hmm. you know what I loved. Well, so many things about the party. I loved so much when Steve was dancing, (laughs) when Ian is dancing across the floor. Just this perfect. That's Ian, 100% best memories ever of him just being crazy like that. Did you see Louie? (laughs) Wait, who's Louie? So he was one of our stand-ins, but he was a professional dancer. Like back, was he like on Soul Train or like he was on? No. Like, uh, what was yeah, it? and a ballroom dancer. He Dick could do Clark's, ballroom. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it? Gold Nugget. I don't know. What was, what was that show? Not Soul Train. Solid no, Gold. Where they, solid Gold. Solid Gold. Dance Fever. Gold Nugget. Yeah. Dance Fever. <laughs> no, I don't. One of them. Wait, solid can, Gold. That we should bring that show back, you guys. 
Yeah, Solid Gold was. It wasn't Solid Gold it. he was on. Solid he was on Dance Fever. Is it? I better are you Dance sure? Fever. What is the Dick Clark one that was back in the day? American Bandstand. It was, nice. It was that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can someone yeah. find him for me? He was there. He was so that we can. Everybody wondering right now can okay. see on Instagram which guy this he's was. He's a professional really? dancer, so he's like doing the moves like with someone in the in the yeah the party. foreground. But yep. I was like, is he supposed to be a college? Because he was older, so I was like, well, that's odd. Or they trying to say like they brought in professional dancers to dance in the middle of them? I, you know, when Andrea said I love college, I actually was like, yeah, that is super fun. What they're doing, yeah, it looked fun. I wanted to go. I never got yeah. to go to that, but I did. Here's what. Oh, okay. Another great part about the party. David's hairdo. Was that a wig? What was oh happening God. on his head? It was like Al Pacino. They like brushed it. I think <laughs> he had like Scarface. Real. He did like, I guess he was trying to look like Scarface guy. Dude. I don't know. I didn't get Can that. Can we please before. talk about, okay. Should we pivot to David and Donna and talk about the scene when he's we blaring can, the but music? I'm still talking about the party. Okay, sorry, sorry. God. Go back to the party. I'm so Let's sorry. Party for one more second, because I just oh, well. Then let's talk about like, you and John Sears too. Yeah, I just I thought, why is Kelly doing with that with that giant man? I don't get it. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, okay, is John Sears creepy, or is it just me picking up that vibe? Does he feel like very aggressive and creepy, and like no. I might hurt you? Later? No, he feels he's supposed to give those vibes yet. Yet, yeah. <gasps> See, I I feel it coming. He feels or charming. I remember, I remember it. <laughs> yeah, he feels charming, but I feel like he was an ass. Sorry for swearing. Before, like yeah, what yeah. he did before. So I think you're getting this. This guy did something bad, and what? maybe it's it foreshadowing. Was, is it more than what she said? It it was then because why was she? I got the vibe. I mean, he, he spread was, rumors about her that she was that she and he had hooked up. Right, and they had, and they had. Right. I thought they did fool around. I thought that you said it was a night with his mother's champagne. Right, but that she that it didn't go the way he said it. Went. Okay, but he like she, yeah, he told everyone they slept together, but they didn't sleep together. It was For just, everyone wondering, that is Paul Johansson from One Tree Hill. So John Sears is played by Paul Johansson from One Tree Hill. Handsome fella and a good actor. Like, he's great in the guy scenes. He's great with the Kelly scene. He's good. And aging like a fine wine. And he and Jason Priestley were very good friends Mm -hmm. in real life. Oh, really? They're both Canadian. Yes. Like, close, close friends. No way. And maybe Jason was like, hey, my friend would be great for this. And then he auditioned. I don't know. Which he was. um, He's He is perfect. Yeah. Definitely. What about that? Um, sorry, I'm jumping, but uh, when they're playing football and Brandon <laughs> hit, taps John Sears on the butt, I was just like, Ugh. okay, we're gonna go to the football part then, I guess. <laughs> Why are they so my papers? <laughs> Why are they so muddy? <laughs> Why are they so dirty? Why does he slap that guy's butt? And you notice he did that in the tennis episode too. He slapped the girl's butt. I have them like, what's going on? Every time he plays a sport, he has to slap an ass. Is that a thing? Do men get overly sexualized when they play an, a sport? Is that a thing? Like, it's just, I do yeah, think they just butt get slapping. so worked up that they just butt slapping. Slap a butt. I also love that they're taking it so serious, this football game that's literally on a patch of grass, like six feet by eight feet. 
I just really, really thoroughly enjoyed the sick guitar riff when Brandon did make the touchdown. It was like, <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you know what? What? The whole time I couldn't stop seeing. What? Bart Simpson. Oh. I can't unsee it now that I unsee it. I can't that unsee it. Last Mm-mm. episode, yeah. It's not my fault. I'm not judging. I'm not saying that's you what it looks like. It. It's it's Steve Sanders that said that's what he looks like, and now I can't unsee it. Amy, you were super into Brandon's look this season, but after the Bart Simpson comment, do you so, see him different? You still love the haircut? Yeah, I think he looks so adorable. And you know what sucks me in is the opening credits. Like, he is so adorable. Literally so handsome in the opening credits that I, he can't go wrong. Oh, okay. I don't want to jump around. But then we get to this. There's the scene where he's very baller in that meeting. Right? When did he become, like, big Mr. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was so bold for a freshman said, with those, like, well, adults. Well, isn't Brandon impressive in the politics? <laughs> That's what my note was. And then he's <laughs> like, well, then I'm not your guy. And just, like, out of there and goes and tells the Kagers. Like, he's perfect for the job, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Perfect for politics. Like, it makes perfect sense now that that's what they had Brandon transition into. Yeah, I don't see him in the keg house at all. Wait, doesn't doesn't he go on to be more involved? Okay. Yeah, there's more There's more coming. Okay. For sure. Uh, yeah, but he was smart. He's I very think, smart. <sighs> I think Jason I, I, I would like be good that. in politics in real life. Yeah. I like Brandon. He's a good. He's very diplomatic. Handshake, but yeah. Although flag on the play about uh, Brenda and Brandon. Bye, babe. Oh, God. Wait, I missed that. What? Okay, at so the they're at the she's party. She's back to the party. And, she, so, and she's out. She's done. She's heading to the peach pit. And she says, bye, babe. But the guy first says, ooh, your girlfriend or whatever. Is- oh, so was it like a oh, joke? Okay. Like part and of then the she bit? said, uh. it's, we're not, he's my brother. And then she said, bye, babe. That, Maybe yes, it was that a joke. I'm sure the fans love that, though, because they were always very like, ooh, they're like very <laughs> incestual the way they touch. So I get that that I would be hard. It. If you're playing brother and sister, but you're like cute and attracted to each other in real life and like friends. Playing brother and sister accurately would be hard. That's called acting. <laughs> Since we're right there back at the party somehow, we've gotten back to the party. Um, why wasn't Brandon wearing a costume? He doesn't I- dance. He doesn't wear costumes. Hello. He's Brandon Walsh. Oh, my God. Gosh, that was irritating. Playing a mad game of pool. And that, the, yeah, the pool, the other guy, the president was. I liked him. Dressed. And he sold the fraternity on me. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, he lost a, he your football nice. career. These guys he were there. intelligent. For, yeah. Yeah. He, he looked didn't real good in those drunky. tight pants. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I liked him. I would have liked to see him stick around for more than one episode. Oh, so he should have been John Sears then. Sean O'Brien. He, I liked him. Do you think Brandon should join the keg house? Would it be good for him? Not really. I just don't see him as a frat boy. Yeah, no. He's he's too independent thinking, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, I see him playing football and he's all bleh, touchy <laughs> and like maybe he is a frat boy at heart. I'm disappointed. 
Yeah, there's parts of him that are super fratty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go next? Andrea and the whole thing? Well, I just, I have something a little probably going to be seen as mean to say about it's not Gabrielle's fault, not even Andrea's fault. You guys. It's okay. Open up. Why was Andrea's hair? It was really bad. Like that at the 70s party. That was not 70s. That was like Florence Henderson from the Brady Bunch hair. No. You know what that was? That wasn't even Florence Henderson. That was like Loretta Lynn. Mm-hmm. And that was like an homage to Loretta Lynn. Mm-hmm. Good one. Why? Um, Why would they do that to her hair? I don't she know. didn't have a say in it. We all had says. And well, you know, say's. maybe she just doesn't, you know, we both know Gab needs, she comes to people and says, what do you think? Yeah. And how does this look? Yeah. Like, what should I do? Like, she just Why doesn't have. we jump in and help her? Right. We were just too obsessed with ourselves, probably. I don't know what was going on that day, but gosh, I wish because she go is back very pretty. She's very pretty. When you yeah. see the scene with her in the room with the pretty sorority girl, she's equally as cool and pretty. Yes. But yeah, they did. Her hair was. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people don't want to hear me say mean things, and I don't even want to say mean things, but it's. It's hard to miss. It's hard to not comment on it when it's like, whoa. Yeah. There must have been a reason. What about that RA? Like, he's a little involved in her life for having, like, met her once. Yeah. He always comes in sweaty. He always comes in with his bicycle. <laughs> and he always, always comes in wearing that outfit with the sweat parts, like, around his neck. I don't know. Is he, is he your best friend? Uh, he's going to be her boyfriend. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I can't tell if they like each other or if it, if it's good or if it's bad because they're very, like, you know, confrontational with one another. This was a different type of show. He would be the guy that would end up being, like, a serial killer. You know <laughs> you what I mean? Think? You'd pick him over John Sears being the serial killer? Oh, yeah, because John Sears is way too obvious. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Okay. Right. Like oh this guy's just like Tori, please quirky, tell me. nerdy, good looking. He comes in with his bike always. He does the right thing. He's a, you know. Please tell me you watch Forensic Files because you'd fully get it before. <laughs> okay. Next, he'll be poisoning her hot dog. You know? Yeah. Real quick, they literally have Mrs. Walsh always cooking. <laughs> always is that like just yeah, because that she, was literally we, farm to table right there we <laughs> always are cutting edge and that was farm to table uh, did anybody right else think was that what is she making i thought what is she making with these radishes broccoli cabbage and cheese it was it looked messy there was a part where they showed it chopped up as a salad and other things just chopped there and it just didn't look <laughs> I was hoping they're making tacos I with the saw. cheese, but then there weren't. I I kind of feel like maybe Cindy Walsh wasn't a very good cook. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. It's gross. I agree with that. Yeah, I feel like I probably wouldn't like that. But do you think they always do those in the kitchen because they need them to be like having something to do? Yeah, and like makes it look like a real family and it gives yeah. like, yeah. I noticed also overload like overload having like 50 vegetables out across the kitchen aisle. Luke Perry buttons a lot. Like one of his acting moves is sort of like when he's talking on, he's buttoning when he's getting on the phone. Like everybody's got their little things, yeah. right? Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, he, I, he also, every time he drinks a, a drink of Nat's coffee, he makes the face like, Ugh. I mean, every time. Every, every time, time he drinks the so coffee, funny. he's like, <laughs> like, why do you keep going? Why do you keep ordering the coffee? Order a soda. You don't like the coffee. It's so, so upsetting to me. I totally oh. saw that. And I'm like, does he hate the coffee? And he then was he it. eating? Was he eating pie? And then did Brenda come in and also then just take a bite of the pie? She, yeah. Well, they're very comfortable with each yeah. other. So she eats right off his plate. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, when 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 they're when we in the beginning of the show we see Donna and David and set up the whole like live caller thing. I loved that, and I think it would be so fun if we did a live caller episode. We can do that anytime you want. Ooh. Like, just pipe in, like, we don't know what they're going to say or what they're going to ask. But, like, yeah, live. It's exciting. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me, and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages they starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's my favorite line. I know we're not there yet, but I because I oh want to. Oh my gosh! No, no, we're, not, we're not there yet, but I just want to address this scene. I thought we were talking about Andrea. Okay, go. What? what but what? just, just what? quickly. What scene? What scene? When Dylan's on the phone with Kelly, and it was sort of a little stressful, and then he says, "Do you hate me?" And it really breaks the ice. And she says, "I hate you, but I love you more." I really think they actually are real good. Yeah, there's something really good about them. Something very real. Mm-hmm. Um, they can fight and they can still love each other. And but yeah, the, but then the way they do, they they keep going off to their separate other people and then coming back together. Yeah. is kind of weird. Well, same thing after the party. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but it's too little of them. Like in the last two episodes, it's just like these little snippets, and I'm just like, we're not seeing enough of that I relationship. Miss it. Like I want to know what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, for them, for us to like be on board for them coming back yes. together once they kind of both go astray for a second. Yes. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to Andrea. Wait, Tori. Before that, do you like Dylan and Kelly right now? I want to know what you think about them. No, because they're weaning us off very quickly from them. And so as a viewer, I'm trying to take myself out of it because obviously personally, yes, but I'm seeing so little of them, but I'm kind of getting over it fast. And if that's the intention and then the Brenda Dylan stuff, I'm like, okay, they're really selling it hard that it's making me kind of like them Mm. together for now. Did either of you want Kelly to kiss John Sears. No. <laughs> I mean, I I, I I wouldn't mind that. You're what? so pretty. He's so handsome. Yeah. But, that, but she has a boyfriend. Left. 
No, I, okay. I want to wait till, okay. I don't want, here's the thing, being a protective friend, like I don't want her to be the one to do it. Like I want to see like Dylan and Brenda kiss first. And then after that, like mm. years, okay. so that she's not the one. Speaking of protective friends, I do like how you came out and you're like, there's always 911. Mm, it was cute. You know what else I like is your hair in this episode. Like um, when you're tired, when you're in the, it looks so natural I and hated pretty. It. Oh my God. It looks so pretty and like real. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Real. I hated it. <laughs> it's cute though, the way Dawn is so delirious and tired. When she comes in, she's like, uh, I'm trying to sleep, but she has a full face of makeup on. <laughs> oh my God. First of all, okay, that scene. She's oh, so, no. it's so good. We he puts on the music and then he's like, What is that dance? Like, we're all doing it right now. We're all doing the David Silver. It's like you walk around the house going like that. Yeah, that's good. Jenny's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. I'm going to do that. Later. And then we'll he wants some a music little, and walk around little, like that. He wants a little something, something. And he she's does. like, No. He's a. He's a horn dog, teenage yeah. boy. <laughs> he needs to have some loving. Yeah, but he's, he's a, D- a little harder than that. It was D- just like, I don't know. And plus, it's not. It's a group. Yeah, it's a D O G. Plus, if if that's gonna be your first time, I doubt that's very. It's not. That's not the romantic setting. It should be taking place in David. That's not what he's alluding to. Really? No, he's like, like I know what I want to do. He just wants because I'm sure they do other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Ew. I'm sure Donna Martin is like queen of blowjobs. <laughs> oh my god! Why do you always do that? <laughs> take it like there's a line, and you always just take it over it every freaking time. Do you think though, for for real? Do you think they they do everything but? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Hmm. I don't want to think about that. I know. Guys. I don't. Donna's a virgin. She's never been touched. Or okay, fine. She's not fine. I think they don't do. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. the blow a little bit. I think uh, you're right, Tori. Blow, get it? <laughs> oh I think you're right, Tori. I think they do all that, but they don't do it. the other. Yeah. They didn't do the it, and they don't do the thing you just said, the word you said <laughs> a couple seconds ago. I didn't understand where the dog, where'd you get the dog? I don't know. Where'd you actually get a small Yorkie puppy and bring it on, bring it into the radio booth? No clue. Whose dog was that? First of all, did they hire a dog for the day for just that? Like an animal or was that like, actor? Did you see that dog on the street? Or maybe that was the makeup lady's dog. She brought to work the dog. I didn't get it. I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't even remember working with that dog. Mm-mm. No. I was like, at first I thought, oh, is that Rocky? But that wasn't Rocky. Nope, not yet. Nope. nope. The phone's lit up. They did. How? Who stays up that late? I saw when when you when the phones weren't lighting up though. Like Brandon was up until two a.m. Get some sleep, fella. Yeah, the hard worker. More realistic yeah. if you were like the midnight to five. Yes. Mid- there's a lot of college kids that would be listening at midnight. Midnight, mm-hmm. yeah, but not till dawn. No, <laughs> unrealistic. I mean, I go to bed at like nine thirty, so <laughs> I can't really relate. <laughs> You're good at being a, a DJ. She is. Yeah, you're better than him. Yeah, right. No, you're more personable. People like that. Okay. okay. And like you're producing it <laughs> okay. out. You're like, okay, like this is going to be my bit. I'm bringing the dog. Mm-hmm. Whereas he's just like, you go, yeah. good bit, huh? Yeah. 
It was, it was all in preparation for our podcast. Yeah. Me being you are just baby steps. Yep. Laying the foundation. Beverly, California University. Yep. All for Did that. you guys like seeing the quad inside? That is yeah. the set that we were talking about. Yes. This is, was that the first time of us seeing it? Yes. Like full blown yeah, like that? I think so. Oh, it brought me right back to that mm. set. It was so huge. And I just remember those giant p- fake pillars that oh, they yeah. had those pillars everywhere. I remember those that went nowhere. They just pillared and then stopped at the <laughs> at the top of the set. Oh, no way. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you could literally, if you leaned on one of those pillars, <laughs> the whole thing would fall down. You're in trouble. <laughs> Oh my god! And then, then like, uh, oh, the condor's nest. Did you see the condor's nest? Wait, no. Tell me, did I miss that? It's the snack shack there at the quad. That's what we were talking about. That like it's coming. There's gonna. That was like the big set. They did a lot of scenes, and it was like the college peach pit kind of. Oh, cool! Mini Mm -hmm. version. It did make me want to get California University merch. Ooh, (laughs) with the bird. Me too. Good. Like I wanted that big bird on my shirt. And isn't the radio station called KICU? KICU. Because that's what I thought. I was like trying to hear that. KI? What's the KI for? Well, it always has to have a K if you're on the West Coast. Oh. Like WKRP. ICU though? Well, that's what I was, because I was thinking KI and then California (laughs) University. Like WKRP in Cincinnati, because the W's were out there and the K's were out here. Oh, a little radio lesson from the great Amy Sugarman. <laughs> Here for you. <laughs> Here for you. Wow. Um, oh, one thing that struck me as odd was, I guess it's just because we don't really see it anymore these days, <laughs> was the, uh, when Brandon and, the, when when Cindy's making the disgusting meal and Brandon's in the kitchen and dad, Jim's in the kitchen and then Brenda comes in the kitchen and the whole family's just in the kitchen. Nobody's on their cell phones. They're all right. engaged in a conversation. Having like, I just, I was like, wait, what is happening? Like, I couldn't understand it anymore because that's just so not the way families seem to run anymore. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a phone in their hand or I don't know. It's just, they were having such a, a conversation it just struck me as odd they didn't have like apps and right. you know although steve's got steve's and- got a cell phone for sure steve's got a cell phone because he used it from yeah. when he was downstairs mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't know it just made me miss miss the times before when people actually do you have know. a rule like at dinner when you do family dinner like no phones mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a family dinner in like two weeks. I swear, I haven't felt like cooking, you guys. It's been just, a lot, though. Tori, do you try to do something. a family dinner? Like with we everybody? We do try, yeah. Every night or like three nights uh, a week or we something? We did. I mean, we used to when the kids were younger, of course, it was like every night. But now it's either in the dining room or in the kitchen, some at the like breakfast table, some standing up. But... Yeah. yeah, it doesn't happen every night. And then, like on fr- weekends, no, like we'll eat on the couch and have pizza and oh, cute. Stuff. Yeah, but you know, we do that too. Like we eat all together on the couch yeah. in the living room or hanging out. But it's so quick. Like, but when that last bite is taken, the They're teenager's out. out. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of I that, have homework. I have to go take a shower. I have to get ready for tomorrow. When it was yeah. lunch break on work days at, at 90210, like, did you all eat together like the three friends girls did? 
Or did you have breaks at different times because it wasn't like a sitcom? No, no we all had same. Yeah. And did you all break. eat together? Or did you go to your trailers or something? Dressing rooms? We did. Yeah. We went to our dressing rooms and then we would eat together. We would join up. We would. Yeah. Sometimes I, I remember a lot of times I just needed to quiet and I needed to go in my room and be have not night night time like I need to rest and not have any more conversation some reason that does not surprise me <laughs> I, I needed a nap I never wanted to be alone so I always no oh. never always had her door open yeah. everybody come, come in, in. <laughs> that's cute yeah and the guys all kind of ate together too and their dressing rooms were like clumped together back there yeah I guess so yeah but always oh girls gosh. with girls guys with guys I don't feel like the guys ever ate with us we would all hang out at different times, but not usually lunch. No, we needed a break from each other. So before we have a little surprise for you guys, <gasps> have we skipped anything from this episode? Although uh, I still haven't talked about Andrea, you guys. Oh, yeah. I don't. Well, the anti-Semitism storyline is a pretty big thing. And it's sort of just like one, you know. And timely right now, because I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like 30 years ago, same storyline as literally one of the headlines in the news every day right now. Now, it's interesting Sad. because um, Gabrielle has said that earlier in previous seasons, they wouldn't let her wear mm -hmm. the Star of David. But this episode, mm -hmm. she does wear it. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a big storyline. Mm -hmm. So do you think they put the storyline in because she was upset before that she couldn't wear it on the show? Maybe it's sort of brought to attention, to their attention, yeah. like, this is something we need to address. If it's bothering this Gabrielle, like, I'm sure it's something we yeah. should talk about. Yeah. And as the years went on, now we're in season four, you all have a lot more, I would assume, power, if that's not the right word, I, I don't know, but uh, power on the set and with the writing and production team. Power sounds good. <laughs> Did you feel that, that now in season four, you had more, um, whatever the word would be? I feel like we were consulted with more. I feel like we were more in the loop as far as like what, what they were developing or what they were going towards. Mm -hmm. I don't know about power though. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm -mm. Like, could you veto something? If there was something and you were just like, absolutely not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I, like, at this point felt like, okay, I'm not the producer's daughter anymore. I can really mm. just, like, take ownership of the character. I don't know. It was starting. Definitely, I feel like definitely halfway through season four, we all kind of come into our own. Now, how many years you guys were we in college on the show? Oh, oh good question. How many seasons, I wonder. Maybe it's not this year. When does Claire come in this season? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of cast changes next season. Fifth season, I think I felt really comfortable. Fifth season, I was like, hell no. Right, because at that point, there's uh, original cast is gone, some, one, and new people are coming in. Well, we, okay, we talked a lot about a lot. There's still more to talk about with this episode. So much. Episode. There was so much going on. But let's talk about who had a favorite line. Because there were some really good writing moments in this episode from, from uh, in, in a lot of different areas. But I had a, a couple of really favorite lines. How about you? 
Yeah, he said mine. It was the DOG dog. Yeah, that was a good one. Amy? Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are. So we tell them. <laughs> that good. really stuck. And where's Celeste? I feel like she's missing, but. Oh, true. I don't know. Oh, wait, are they still together? Is she just gone? That's so weird. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's she'll come back in the so next big episode. in episode one and two and then just gone. She'll come back. She'll come back. I think so. Yeah. Definitely. Well, since you asked, yeah, I need to know what's your, what's your... was, um, <laughs> yeah, you guys, so self-centered. Um, uh, I always throw it to you first, people. <laughs> he does. Okay, no, that's not my favorite line. Um, my favorite line is um, when Kelly Taylor said, "Oh, I look horrible and buff." I don't know. Just made me laugh. It's good because they were talking about. I don't even know what they were talking about, but it made me laugh. The other one was when Brandon Walsh says. Uh, in the kitchen with his parents, you know, racism, elitism, chauvinism, sexism, <laughs> your basic isms. I like that one too. Really pretty much covered everything. Whose baby picture is above the stereo? Oh, I was thinking it's probably Aaron, right? Baby Aaron. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I just figured. I didn't know, but I thought. I don't right. see Because why would they have a baby sense? picture of themselves? That's yeah. random. Good call. In the beach apartment. I also liked um, really fast when Donna says to David, that wasn't very nice. Like she's calling him out. Like, Mm -hmm. I like that too. Like she has a little, like a voice on him and I like it. Yeah. And it's cute because you guys are super age compatible and experience compatible. Like I like their chemistry a lot right now. It is sweet. Is he going to cheat on her soon? Oh God. Is it coming soon, Amy? Why'd you oh, tell me that? No. Everybody's sad now. Well, one last line, I, even though oh, I, I, I don't know, John Sears, can I call you? I'd rather you didn't. I might anyway. <laughs> wow. Creepy. Wow, wow, wow. Just saying. That that's a very similar to line line, like when Jake and Kelly and you were like, this seems older than high school. So now it's college. Mm-hmm. So fits right in. Great, great, great comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was an action-packed episode, you guys. I feel really good about it. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to next week. I want to see what happens. Me too. Me too. What's episode next week? Hold on. Hold on. What's our homework for next week? Um, Radio days. <gasps> Am I going to be a lot in this episode? Me thinks it's about Don and David. Ooh. But who knows? Okay. We shall see. So our podcast days, we'll see you on radio days next week. Oh, good one, Tori. I tried, I tried. Wow. All right, you guys, let's rank this episode with our new number system that <laughs> I don't we have, have in any. place. It's a very formal. Amy's holding up some fingers. I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. She gives it an eight. I'm going right. to give it. Oh, Seven. I really did not see that coming. I thought it was going to be lower. I'm going to go with an eight. Oh! Yep. That was a, a strong one. I agree. I was borderline 6.5, but you know what? That You're feeling good. generous. Yeah, I was. All right. Everybody have a great week. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. 
Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 